It is Wednesday, March 7th, 2018, and this is the Fusion Pocket Cuenca.
Let's go. 
vai minha tristeza E diz a ela que sem ela não pode ser Diz-lhe numa prece que ela regresse Porque eu não posso mais sofrer Chega de saudade A realidade é que Sem ela não há paz, não há beleza É só tristeza e a melancolia Que não sai de mim, não sai de mim, não sai Mas se ela voltar, se ela voltar Que coisa linda, que coisa louca Pois há menos peixinhos a natar no mar Do que os beijinhos que eu darei na sua boca Dentro dos meus braços Os abraços são de cem milhões de abraços Apertado assim, colado assim, calado assim Abraços e beijinhos Carinho sem ter fim Que é pra acabar com esse negócio De você viver sem mim Let's kick off the hump with a little bossa nova there out of Brazil. That's Aline Elias doing Chega de Saudade. Album came out in 2008 called Bossa Nova Stories. Paul Persone, Robin Ford, and Bumblefoot Ron Thaw got together in 2016 and put together the Lost in Paris Blues Band. That's I Don't Need No Doctor. Stevie Jones and the Wildfires doing Pointless Broken Record. New album from them called Angels and Siren. Sue Foley doing Send Me the Electric Chair from her brand new album called Ice Queen. Kilbourne Alley Blues Band out of Champaign, Illinois came out last year called, the album came out called Tolano Tapes. That one's called 
Town Saint. Open that set up with Anthony Wright doing Sixth Street Shuffle. Album just came out from him called The Way That I Am. What's cooking, kitties? How we doing, man? Hanging out with you. And Gary Michaels with you for another segment of the Fusion Pocket. We're sitting along here alongside Engineer Nico, serving up the toasties, throwing out the hoo-yah. We're sitting here on the hump and ever so gently tipping you toward the weekend by playing all the boss hits that you know and love. Now, I must tell you, Engineer Nico is under the weather today, and but that's not stopping his comments, and I'm sure we're going to hear him throughout the show. Going to have to take him in, check him out this afternoon. These damn engineers, they're like hairdressers. You never know what they're going to do, right? Anyway, we're coming at you from our super plush broadcasting studio, overlooking both the Yanakai and the Tarki. We are on the Isla, yes, the Isla, here in Cuenca, Ecuador. Today, I just want to let you know, today is our last show for the month. Yep, we're taking, yep, another hiatus, just to kind of check things out. You know, kick the tires, change the oil, lube and grease job, all that stuff. We need to run some diagnostics on the old pocket. So we're going to be off the air for about three weeks. We will be back on around April 4th. So what is cooking here in Cuenca around town? Well, we have a new city ordinance or a potential new city ordinance that would make it easier to prosecute owners of informal short-term rentals. A proposed city ordinance that would crack down on unlicensed short-term rentals as the votes in the municipal council to become law. That's what the supporters say anyway. Cuenca's hotel and hostel owners sponsored the legislation, of course, blame most of a 12% decline in occupancy since 2017 on informal short-term rentals, including more than 150 advertised on the popular Airbnb website. You know, this happened in San Francisco, and I was there a few years ago. It was also a big deal here. And down in Cuenca, Airbnb is just taking off. Now, a lot of people when come down here and rent. They've got places to rent. Most folks stay here, you know, six, eight months, something like that. But staying for a week or staying for a few days and then switching out people, well, it's interesting. I can't remember exactly what happened in San Francisco, but I, they came to some kind of an agreement, and I think Airbnb got their hands slapped. Anyway, the legislation, the sponsors of this legislation said, we believe that about 10% of tourists, most of them foreigners, are staying in these rentals, and that takes business away from legal hoteliers. That's what Patricio Miller, president of the Asway Chamber of Tourism, says. Although current laws and ordinances prohibit unlicensed short-term rentals, he claims the enforcement has been lax. The new ordinance will provide the resources to go after the offenders, especially those who work on the Internet. Miller says that approximately 350 short-term unlicensed rentals in Cuenca, most of them advertise on rental websites. He believes that 150 to 200 of them are owned by foreign residents. Uh oh. The Asway Hotel Association says that occupancy has dropped from 65% to 53% in the first two months of 2018, 2018 compared with the same period in 2017. Business is down because of unfair competition from property owners who do not pay taxes and are not subject to the same rules that hotels operate under, he says. Property owners who rent on Airbnb and other rental websites disagree. They say 
we don't affect we don't have an effect on hotels and it's not a fair thing that we should have the same rules as hotels says Esteban Morales who owns a rental property near the Alejandro Serrano Aguilar Stadium most of my guests are not interested in staying in hotels and prefer to be in a private home like other rental owners he says he doesn't mind paying taxes on his rental income but does not agree that he should be regulated like hotels unless I only have one guest a month, and sometimes none at all, he says. The Cuenca Office of Ecuador's Internal Revenue Service, okay, kiddies, it's the IRS up in the States, you know what it is here, the SRI, says that it has fined several informal rental owners in recent months who operate the business on the Internet. So whether you prefer hotels, like Engineer Nico does, or houses to stay in where you, you know, we are one thing, you know, we all can agree on one thing. We have beautiful four rivers along with three blue domes, key landmarks here in Cuenca. We're going to have a high of 69 degrees today, which equates to 21 degrees Celsius, depending on how you hang, who you talk to, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a warm one today, 69 degrees, man, 21, huh? We have rain right now, but, you know, they're saying it's going to be a little bit warm, so, uh-oh, maybe humidity? Nah, we're not going to feel over gringos, man. We want to thank you once again for all your support. We were once again elected best radio station in Cuenca two years in a row. This was based on your votes submitted to Gringo Post as they hosted their yearly Best of Cuenca survey. We're humbled. Of course we are humbled. And we're also proud. And we're going to continue to route the bosses throughout 2018. And as always, we appreciate your support. As we continue to keep the Jamalama alive, we're broadcasting here high in the Andes at 8,400 feet. We're located at 2 degrees southern latitude and 79 degrees longitude. It's the Hump Show, and you're in the fusion pocket. Played it deep, played it 
Hey man, you gotta believe that's for sure. That's the Airborne Blues Virus 2016 effort called Get On Down. Ash Wilson, little ditty there, doing World's Gone Crazy 2017 effort called Broken Machine. Micah, excuse me, Micah Shemaya doing Death Trap. His brand new album, Roots Eye Vision. Dirty Dave Osti doing Fairies Wear Boots 2013 effort called Shakedown on Salvation Street. You know, that should be a test. If you are dating somebody, guys, and you're trying to decide whether she's worthy, you ask her, hey man, who did Fairies Wear Boots? And if she can't answer the question, she's gone. Now, if she can answer the question and name the album, whoa, Marrier. Simple as that. So Dirty Dave Austin doing a Black Sabbath song from the album Paranoid, just to let you know. Open that set up with Adriana Marie and her room full of stars doing Give Me a Roomful. Give me a roomful. Yeah. 2017 effort called Kingdom of Swing. Gary Michaels with you, Fusion Pocket. We're on the hump. How you doing? Hanging our last show for the month of March. So hopefully you're listening in and enjoying the jam of lama. Now I got a question for you though. How can you not be a Russiaphobe? I mean, that's the coolest thing now, right? I mean, let's sit around in a bar and hate Russia. Awesome. Anyway, that's what a former CIA agent is asking, and he put it on Twitter. Yeah, he says, the notion that some people do not consider themselves as a Russia-phobic is apparently extremely perplexing to me. And this is CIA agent John Cipher. And he felt the need to put the question to Twitter. And then he also felt the need for a little backtracking. So he starts off, oh, and by the way, it is time for a pocket perspective, in case you didn't know. So he says, how can one not be a Russiaphobe, he says. And then he followed the question with a list of Russia's alleged wrongdoings, including engaging in political warfare, invading neighbors, threatening doomsday nuclear weapons, and killing the opposition at home. He then challenged his Twitter following by saying, name something positive about Russia. No sooner than he had tweeted it, though, he began to backtrack on his comment, confirming that he was only referring to the Russian government and not all Russian people. But it was too late. The backlash had already begun. Some responses came right off the bat, and here's the first one. Do you realize everything you just said applies to the U.S.? Presumably, the former spy thinks the U.S. is not guilty of political warfare, invading other countries, and threatening nuclear annihilation. Ironically, the U.S. has not only threatened other countries with nuclear destruction, but is actually the only country to ever carry out, you know, carry the thing out, right? But that's Japanese history, and that's a long time ago, so, you know. Anyway, more tweets. How can one not be a Russia-phobe? 
follows up by saying, I'd recommend learning to distinguish between individuals and their government, for starters, unless you like to be judged based on the orange toddler in the White House. Cypher was then schooled by journalist Ben Norton, who blew a hole in the notion that the U.S. government doesn't kill opposition figures. Norton tweeted about the death of Fred Hampton, an African-American activist who was shot and killed in a police raid with the help of your U.S. intelligence community colleagues from the FBI. And then, I love this, Cypher responds, who the hell is Fred Hampton? All right. I mean, you'd think before you tweeted stuff like this, you'd do a little research, you know. And then if you get challenged, wouldn't you at least, you know, find out who Fred Hampton is? Anyway, journalist Yasha Levine called Cypher's tweet yet another example of casual racism against Russians from former U.S. spies. Last year, former U.S. Director of National Intelligence James Clapper said that Russian people were genetically driven to be untrustworthy. Starts at an early, early age, man, and you get brainwashed to be untrustworthy. That's what Clapper says. These comments went largely unnoticed in mainstream media. Unthinkable had Clapper suggested that any other nationality or group of people had a genetic predisposition toward lying. One columnist noted at the time, however, that the current anti-Russian political climate in the U.S. has fostered xenophobia at the highest levels. Cypher's tweet seems to be yet another example of that casual xenophobia from the intelligence community. So that was it. So, you know, let's break it down. Let's break what we just read down. So Cypher is supposed to be an intelligent person in the intelligence community, right? Is that an oxymoron? Is this guy on some kind of drug when he posted this on Twitter? I don't know. You know, and geez, John, don't you read the paper? Don't you see what your own country is doing around the world? Cypher doesn't even know how to do his homework. I mean, on Fred Hampton before tweeting... Who the hell is Fred Hampton? Even I would have done my research to state that Russian people are genetically driven to be trustworthy. Is this a direct comment from the Cold War? What do you think? I have to agree that the current anti-Russian political climate in the U.S. has fostered xenophobia at the highest levels. No fooling. Everyone that I talk to is just freaked out over the Russians. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. You know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I talk to people that, you know, are just, you know, going crazy. So anyway, as I try to figure out what's going on with my spiel here, and I can't seem to get it to work, and it's all messed up and all that, so I think what I'm going to have to do... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, this... So basically, we're talking about xenophobia at the highest level, okay? So this is a great job. you got to admit, this is a great job by the powers that be or the underground or what have you. And, you know, Russia-phobia can be used for many things. Think about it. Cover-ups, blame, pseudo-wars, mini-malicious skirmishes, election campaign topics, TV news discussion, cause for cancer, cure for cancer, you name it. Russia-phobia is there. It's like Ben Gay. Just rub it on the spot that ails you. So, 
if Russians are so evil, why do they listen to the Fusion Pocket? They do. We have a pretty good listening audience out there in Moscow. No one that is evil listens to the Fusion Pocket. I mean, how could our listeners be genetically driven to be untrustworthy while listening to the boss hits? The boss hits don't make you untrustworthy. Sorry, Cypher. You're way off of your base, comrade, and you're in the fusion pocket. Party. I like the 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 party. I like
soft summer breeze Makes me think of my baby I left down in New Orleans I left down in New Orleans Magnolia Driving me mad Gotta get back to you, babe You're the best I've ever had You're the best I've ever had You whisper good morning So gently in my ear I'm coming home to you, baby I'll soon be there I'll soon be there
imagine life without my everything that bottle glass and lime listen i can hear tequila calling and it won't be long before i'm falling deep into that golden spell a feeling i know all too well i can hear tequila call my name Southern California, that's Big Sandy and the Fly Right Boys doing Tequila Calling. I tell you what I've been through the last couple of days, Tequila is certainly calling me. That album is called Night Tide. We had the Buddha Power Blues doing a song called Going Down South, 2018 effort, just came out, called Back to Roots. We had the 20-watt Tombstone Band doing... Lair of the Swamp Witch. Album came out in 2016 called Death Blues versus the Dirty Spleef. Interesting album in that they're, I think it's more of an EP, and he had 20 Watt Tombstone basically sharing the album with a band called Left Lane Cruiser. Kind of interesting. Eric Clapton there doing Magnolia. And that is uh, actually with John Mayer backing him up. And that album came out in 2014. And it's called The Breeze, an appreciation of J.J. Kale. That is my favorite J.J. Kale song. I think so. Yeah, man, I sure missed that guy. We had Anna Popovich. How about Anna Popovich doing Who's Yo Mama? 2016 album called Trilogy. That happens to be disc two called Midday. Open that set up with Arthur Adams doing I Like the Party Life. 2003 effort came out way back called Soul of the Blues. 